0: Scott Morris, thank you for joining us on Take It Black's first Short Black episode. Can you
1: tell us a little bit about The Torch? Well, it's great to be here, Jack, and thanks for the invitation to Short Black. The Torch is an organisation, a not-for-profit set up to address the over-representation of First Nations Australians in the criminal justice system. Um, we do this through a, a program that we run in 15 prisons in Victoria, and in community when the men and women come out from prison. It's based around cultural learning, learning more about identity and and stories and histories of your mob and translating those into artworks and expression through that and trying to find a way forward, heal heal some trauma and develop artworks for exhibitions to connect back into the public and also to be able to sell those artworks and then the end game is to Support the men and women to find their way back to community in a positive and sort of meaningful way being strengthened and adding confidence and you know uh, an elevation of spirit through this process of cultural connection and expression
0: so ken what is your role in the torch program
1: okay so eight and a half years ago i was given the responsibility to design deliver and develop a pilot program for an indigenous arts in prisons and community program and now down the track i'm the ceo of the organization uh, so I oversee the, you know, strategic development and the, and the cultural con- the cultural kind of direction of the organisation. There's 14 staff here now delivering the program, which includes six Indigenous arts officers from our community that go out and provide the on-ground support to men and women in the prison and in community. Mm. And uh, the role is to really make sure that we can provide access to all of our mob in the prisons for this program who want to connect to it and support them upon their release from prison as well.
0: Now, each year there is a major exhibition. Um... I happened to catch one just down the road here at St Kilda Town Hall last year, I think it was, called Confined.
1: Is that still something that, that that happens as part of the program? Well, Confined's always been one of the major parts of the program. That's the grand final, is it? That is the granny. So it's uh, it's the yeah, the granny, the Hollywood blockbuster. It's the biggest exhibition we have every year. We now have around 10 or 11 exhibitions a year. They only used to be the one, but with the participation and and Popularity of the program and connection to it—we now have so many during the year, but can find still the big one. And for ten years, it was at the St Kilda Town Hall Gallery. Has it shifted now? It's shifted now. We've outgrown that gallery. There were two hundred and thirty First Nations men and women from the prisons and in community program exhibiting works last year. So about two hundred and fifty artworks. The gallery is just not big enough to keep. There was a full house when I dropped in. Yeah, well, look, four hundred and fifty people came to that opening. It's just become huge, you know, the first confined had around 22 artworks in it. This year we had about 240 or so. So coming up, we've shifted to the Glen Ira Town Hall Gallery, which is on the corner of Glen Ira and Hawthorne Roads in Caulfield. It's a big, beautiful space and we'll be able to exhibit far more works and give them a bit more space and a bit more space for people to move around and have a look and buy those works as well. And do you get a
0: lot of interest from people, the, the crowds uh, to, to purchase the artworks
1: themselves? Yeah, it's really critical. So we were able to change government policy four years ago around the sale of the artworks for men and women in the program, to be able to sell those works while they're still incarcerated. It's been hugely successful. So all year round now we can sell works from the program and it's giving men and women that ability to just, you know, generate, uh, you know, a legitimate income that's Connected around culture and around the arts, but also provides that ability to build self esteem and confidence, support their family members, and particularly on release to avoid some of those pitfalls that our mob face on release from prison, access to accommodation, just being able to set yourself up, set your life up, getting a you know, good set of clothes to go to some job interviews or just feeling that you can, you know, get on with it.
0: And what about some of the success stories that have come through
1: the the program? Uh, which, which are the ones that immediately come to mind? <laughs> so many. So, like, We're very fortunate to have two of the uh, men from the program now working and delivering that program. So Robbie Amanda and Sean Miller, I would have met in those first years, so eight years ago, um, in prison, Robbie at Barwon Prison and, and Sean at Loddon Prison, they've both come through the In Prisons program, they've both made a really strong connection to their art and culture. and changed the perceptions of what they might be able to do upon release changed their pathways and they both work for the torch now delivering that program as peer mentors robbie up in the northwest sean miller down here in the central region going back into prisons supporting uh followers in there and upon their release so i think anytime we can see that real cycle of, of change and then men and women wanting to provide that support back to uh other followers in the program it's really significant
0: yep and what about the participation rates inside you get all of the inmates wanting to do it or are there some of a little bit shy? How, how does it work?
1: Yeah, all of the above. So <laughs> currently we've got over 200 uh, men, and women, <coughs> men and women in the program across the 15 facilities. It's a, it's a huge number and around 100 or so in the in the post-release backing community program. So, look, it's it's access to something that is really important and I think a lot of the men, men and women understand that, you know, our culture is important to who we are mm. and if we don't understand that or are unable to connect to it or express it, that navigating through the world can be difficult and can be problematic. So, yeah, it is hugely popular and we have trouble keeping up with the demand for it. As I said, I mean, not that long ago, there was one one of us, then there were four of us, and now there's 16 uh, staff Mm. to deliver this program. And so it's really addressing a serious issue around our over-incarceration and it's finding a grassroots built solution that the community has 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 built you know I've, i've built it but i've built it on all the knowledge and information and support that i was given and learnt from the community and community elders and always listening and learning you know our community's got the solutions we've just got to be able to find ways to implement them and get the support around that and
0: you've had a bit of success with your art recently I think I've seen a tram go past with some of your work on Is that right?
1: That's a pretty deadly tram, that. <laughs> 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 Went
0: straight past me.
1: Oh, well, it's quick. You've got to be quick, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Kent, thank you for joining us for the very first Short Black on Take It Black.
1: It's a great honour. Thanks, Jack. Take It Black.